You're not doing one of those things, are you? I don't do illegal things. Nobody's ever made things or nobody's ever made money in one of those things. Only the people on top would. Yeah, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about one of those things, you guys. Let's talk about MLMs or network marketing as it is now called, shall we? How do you successfully launch yourself into your life 2.0 after you moved? It makes very little difference, honestly, if you moved countries, states, continents, cultures, or languages. After all, you're here with a clean slate, an opportunity to do something extraordinary. But how? When you need to play catch-up, or it feels like you need to play catch-up on life here, wherever the new here is. I'm Sonia. And I will be your idea whisperer. I have walked the trail ahead of you, my friends, for about 17 years when I moved from my home country of the Czech Republic to the United States. So I'm here to tell you that you can let your hair down here and chill as we tap into various ordinary and not so ordinary topics about launching your successful life here and how to make your move a successful one. So welcome to my almost daily podcast for your life 2.0. Welcome to Life Uprooted with Sonia. So I'm sure what you've heard or even said yourself, one of those above comments in the past. And let's face it, they are or were quite ignorant comments. And uh, why do I say that? It is because you did not do your research. Because if you did, you'd know that network marketing as a as um, multi-level marketing is now called, has produced more millionaires than entertainment industry as a whole. And also your odds of succeeding in network marketing are higher than in the whole entertainment industry. And how do I know that? You can simply go to Direct Selling Association to their website at dsadirectsellingassociation.org and I will quote from one of their fact sheets that you find under the stats tab. It says, listen to me here, Direct Selling is a business model that offers entrepreneurial opportunities to individuals as independent contractors to market and or sell products and services, typically outside of a fixed retail establishment, so it means you don't need a brick-and-mortar store, through one-to-one selling, in-home product demonstration, or online. The online part is actually the fastest-growing segment of network marketing, period. It also says that for most Americans involved in direct selling, the revenue they earn is not their primary income, but the way to a family vacation or presents for the holidays or just a little extra spending money. In fact, most direct sellers only work part-time in direct selling and many have other jobs. It also says 
that there are currently more than 6 million entrepreneurs involved in network marketing industry in the U.S. alone. And their customer base, you guys, is, I don't know if you would ever guess that, but is as large as 36.6 million people. 36.6 million customers. And why? It's because direct selling offers a low-risk way to participate in fast-growing part of the economy. It also says in this fact sheet that it's a relationship-based business. And some of those relationships still happen face-to-face. However, it's grown more and more into this online um, platform. So, basically, you're not um, required to do any door-to-door or any like bugging your friends or family as somebody may have suggested to you. That's really not the case. And the appeal of direct selling is often the ability to experience a product firsthand and build a relationship with a salesperson who uses that product themselves. Direct selling fills in an important gap in the emerging online economy. So let's talk more about what else is involved. I'll I'll just rattle off some other fun stats that I see here on the sheet. It says that Americans turn to direct selling. Why? Because it meets their needs. 62% of them use direct selling or network marketing for long-term supplemental income. 62%. So you're not in some sort of a measly minority, but 62% of U.S. population turns to network marketing for that reason alone. 65% like network marketing or direct selling because it provides flexibility. And 62% do that because they get a discount. It's popular by any measure. It says that 78% met or exceeded expectations. Oh, I think, uh-huh, I think that stat is talking just about the quality uh, that people expect or have experienced through network marketing, maybe as a customer. 82% say that uh, their experience has been excellent or good. And 78% would definitely recommend network marketing company of whatever their experience was. Also, another interesting fact is, and we've talked about that as we have explored direct or different, sorry, ways of uh, earning extra money and um, creating multiple income streams. We talked about franchises and the barriers of entry. So unless you are cash heavy, you know, when you look at chain restaurant franchise, you're looking at upwards of $100,000. If you want to become a realtor, that cost of entry is somewhere in the neighborhood of one to $3,000. However, if you want to be um, involved in network marketing as a distributor or representative or affiliate or whatever they call you, that cost is dramatically less. It could be I, they uh, kind of quote a number here, and it must be some sort of an industry average of roughly 100, I would round it up to $110. It might be more, it might be less depending on the company and the specific product and whatnot. But isn't that appealing? So if you're trying to start a business, 
for a few hundred dollars, let's say a few hundred dollars to be reasonable, you get to start your own business. That's not bad. It is a franchise. It's only like very scaled down franchise, but it's no different. Only you don't need to buy equipment or a ton of it. You don't need to employ anybody. You don't even need to rent a space where you would conduct your business. You can do it from your office at home or from your kitchen table. Uh, the stat sheet here says that direct selling is low risk. It talks about refund percentage if you decide to stop. For chain restaurant franchise, there's 0% refund. So if you decide that Cold Stone Creamery really has been a mistake and that is not really your cup of tea, what or percentage of money do you get back? Zero, you guys. If you decide that you no longer want to be a realtor, that refund fee is zero. As a direct seller, that percentage is 90. Hmm, it's very interesting. I never really even explore that fact, but apparently it's a thing. Also, direct sellers are more affluent than average Americans. Listen to that. All Americans, the percentage of household incomes greater than 50,000. It says that for, for ugh, all Americans is 52% in direct sellers alone. So I would say out of that 52%, over a half, 58% of the households that are involved in network marketing uh, have an income greater than 50000 because of that. Also, direct sellers or network marketers are better educated than average Americans. Listen to this. In direct selling population, 52% have college degrees. 99% are high school graduates. Uh, on average in the U.S. population across the board, there are only 28 college graduates and 85 high school graduates. That's very interesting. So that just gives you some basic understanding. And definitely, if you do want to do your homework and want to educate yourself on uh, network marketing and direct selling field, you should go to dsa.org to kind of dig around and look at what they have to offer. I find it actually very interesting and very informative. Their website is by no means boring. Also, if you happen to be a woman, women tend to be exceptionally successful in network marketing. And it's basically due to the nature of the business model. You know, we talked about it being relationship-driven, uh, about its flexibility. It's very flexible, so you don't need to have all, you know, say, you want to start Jiffy Lube, you need to look for a location, you need to start paying rent, on a, a uh, office space or whatever space where you would conduct your business, you need to buy all kinds of stuff. The cost of entry here is low, and you can do it not just like during business hours, say eight to five or whatever, because as a cold stone creamery, you need to be uh, abiding by all kinds of things, which as a distributor, you also have some legal agreement to abide by. But it does not involve business hours. It does not involve many other things that traditional franchises or traditional businesses would be um, abiding by. So that flexibility is huge, especially for women, as many of them are mothers and juggling multiple things. And like I said, the low barrier of entry. Then 
So that's very appealing. And many women thrive because they're connectors naturally. They, they do have that connecting, that relationship, that bonding down by virtue of being women. And uh, honestly, I can speak to this experience personally because I have been getting monthly checks for about mm, seven years now. So I can tell you that it truly does work. So if somebody tries to tell you that it's one of those things where you don't make money unless you're the one on the top of the quote-unquote pyramid or that illegal thing, yeah, no, they're wrong. And I would definitely uh, ask them more questions about how they know. And maybe they happen to be the ones who didn't succeed in the past. And so they're just sort of giving you their opinion rather than a fact. So given that there are, there are so many different network marketing and direct selling companies these days, how do you pick the right one? How do you know what to get involved when, with and, um, you know, to be successful and to really make any uh, successful career out of that? So I would say... First of all, you have to start with your passion. So if you're very passionate about fashion, it would probably not be a great idea to, say, get involved with Pamper Chef. You might, and that might be your secondary passion, but if you don't care about cooking at all, uh, but you're a great fan of fashion, you need to explore companies that cater to fashion and not to cooking, right? Because your passion is the one thing that you cannot manufacture. It's something that comes through and people have this bullshit radar. And if you're just trying to tell them something, but you don't feel it in your gut, they'll pick up on that. And there's no sense of trying to hide it. So get aligned with something that is you. If you like makeup, maybe you need to look up, you know, Mary Kay or Avon or unique or whatever else is out there you guys or limelight or you know all those companies um if you like healthy living then you need to explore these but then beyond that you need to ask other questions because passion alone uh will not sustain you you want to make money and you want to make sure you're successful in all these other things now you want to make sure you're also around quality products because not all the companies are created equal and especially if you're in the company or or if you're aligning with a company that has a lot of competition, you'll want to look at the products. What kind of products are they? Are they consumable? Because if they are consumable products that somebody will be using month after month after month, your chances of uh, sustaining your monthly income are a lot greater because you don't need to recreate it all from scratch. Because you build a customer base and you can focus on not only retention but growing it rather than recreating that income from scratch every time because that is more uh, sales oriented and you have to drive a lot more sales activity to get paid commission because all these things are commission based and uh, you only get paid once you produce but I shouldn't say that that's not right because the other beauty of network marketing is that you also get to create residual or royalty income. So we'll talk about it in a, in a bit. 
So you need to have high quality products. You know, again, you need to kind of look at what kind of seals of approval the products carry. Um, some of them may have FDA approval. Typically, if it's a supplement, FDA does not approve supplements. So you just need to look at the quality and what kind of quality seal these products carry. And is there maybe any research on the products? How do you know that what you have is really safe and good quality that you offer to your friends and neighbors, family, and just strangers? Because quite frankly, majority of your customers will go far beyond your company, uh, your family. Then you need to look at the company itself, right? Because we've all heard of companies that just went belly up. Uh, there was a jewelry company, I'm blanking on the name, that was selling higher-end boutique uh, jewelry. Not Kokili, there was another one I can't think of right at the moment. And it was a privately owned company, and all of a sudden they decided to close doors. And all these distributors that were working hard all of a sudden were just left out, and they're left in the dark. They were not really notified with much heads up at all. Um, you know, recently there has been an Advocare company case. There has been a different company that uh, went through lawsuit, Dima, that was selling some nutritional supplements. So you kind of have to pay attention to what kind of company that is. If they're publicly traded, they need to adhere to a lot more scrutiny by FDA, uh, FTC, and potentially other um kind of regulatory bodies. So the chances that they will report um, false numbers or anything like that is a lot less because there's a lot more oversight to them. I know that some people would argue for the benefit of being in the privately held company, and I will not talk you out of it. I would just tell you, do your due diligence, diligence and Kind of look around, look at the financials if you have access to them. Again, if it's a publicly traded company, the financials would be readily available and you could do more research and kind of see any trends and projections and where you're at. Just saying. Okay. You know, is a company that is brand new? If it's a brand, brand new company, they have very little track record too. So you have not much to, to, to go off of. Not to mention, we talked about the statistics of uh, I think anywhere from like eight to nine out of ten businesses go belly up in the next five years so is the company healthy enough can they divulge any of that information you know you kind of have to depending how savvy you are in what kind of gut feeling you have what kind of experience you have observing these startups it, you have to kind of judge that for yourself Another thing is timing. I know that uh, it is being said that it doesn't really matter where the company is at timing-wise if it's a very well-established company, like the very first network marketing company that all of you may have heard of by now is Amway. It's basically the pioneer of the industry that has gone through the most scrutiny. And they're definitely their timing is somewhere else than a new startup that is coming with some groundbreaking product. So either you can decide to bet on safety and something that has been around because it's proven, et cetera, et cetera. However, 
if you want to go with more aggressive approach and see there is a lot more market share to be gained because it's not saturated. Many people have not heard of my company XYZ and their products ABC. Therefore, there might be a better fighting chance for you to go with something innovative. But be prepared to be um, to, to need to educate your consumers a lot more. But it really depends on your personality, on also the people that are introducing you to that. And if you trust them and you if you enjoy that aspect, because that's definitely a relational business, you need to be paying attention to that as well. And that's exactly uh, my next point. Look at the training and the support because the people that you will be doing business with potentially are people that you will be doing business with in a, for a long haul. So you better be comfortable and trusting these people. Uh, if it's a really good company, they would offer you support. It doesn't matter if it's your direct sponsor or somebody completely unrelated to you business-wise. Um, in a good company, these people from all, or all sorts of places in the organization would offer you support. But there are other companies where there is a lot of competitiveness uh, going around. So you may not be getting that support because you might be part of a different group and you don't talk to that other group. You know, so just uh, watch for that culture, watch for these things and uh, keep your eyes wide open and listen to your gut. And also look at what kind of training you're being offered. Are you being offered a lot of training? Is it easily accessible? Or do you have to kind of like go all over the place to find something? You know, it's important. What kind of people can you call on? Are they easily accessible? Or will you have to like work super hard on your own? Those are questions to be asked and answered. And ultimately, last but not least is your compensation. I kind of bit into that apple by saying that you are being paid commission. And that is, it's not like you get a paid base salary or anything plus commission. It's 100% commission. But in a good company, you have multiple uh, ways to earn money, starting with basically being compensated for any new enrollment of a customer or a distributor. There would be a certain percentage that you would be awarded. And that you get paid on the periodic level of periodic in a periodic way. So say once a week, maybe every Friday, you would be getting paid for any new enrollment. But the beauty of network marketing, uh, you know, we talked about franchises. The 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 other income stream that is very attractive and what most people go for is building that residual or leveraged or passive income or royalty, sometimes called royalty income, where essentially you're building a customer base and once a month you get a royalty check or residual check for all the activity you've done from the very first day you started working as a distributor or representative up until now. So for all the activity, not just yours, but your entire organization, you're getting awarded a percentage because the company is rewarding really your support, being that support, not only having that support, but also being that support to your newly built organization. So that is a true beauty. And companies might have maybe two ways of being paid. Some of them have five, six. Some of them offer offer global 
uh, revenue uh, percentage that you get to dip into in cert certain level. If it's a publicly traded company, if they're really savvy, they might even offer you um, kind of a sheet where they give you actual numbers that uh, have been paid out to their distributors at different ranks, which is truly nice because it gives you a better idea of what you can expect when you reach certain rank, right? And again, if it's a publicly traded company, you are not able to afford to fudge numbers like that. So those are some things that you should be looking at. And I would encourage you to stay open-minded and explore that field, you guys, because like I said, I do get checks every month, sometimes more than a month, depending on what I do. But whether I choose to do something or not, I am still getting paid. And that's true beauty of network marketing. I cannot say that you would show up at work and then you decide not to show up for a week or a month that they would send you any money, would they? Why would they do that, right? But that's the difference. Okay, enough of that for tonight. Tomorrow we will switch topics and talk about something else. And you enjoy the rest of the day. Tomorrow's Halloween, so maybe we'll talk about scary, something scary good. In the meantime, you have a fabulous day, fabulous life. Don't forget to smile and make the best out of your day. Bye.